up late like a bat. I'm alone in the chat. My name is Pat. My friends, where they at? Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Pat. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. That's not how the intro goes. Not usually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're one down this evening. But yeah. uh, Pat, uh, Pat's filling in for, for both himself and Ash, so he's going to be... I'm uh, the Ash and the Pat. Split personalities this evening. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure Ash will be back in an episode or two. Uh, but we do have a fourth person with us today. Yeah, we have a guest, a returning guest that I'm very, very excited to have uh, rejoining us again. Because um, mainly selfishly, because his taste in movies and mine, the Venn diagram of, of our ta- is just a circle. Apparently, <laughs> um, we have the uh, prolific game creator, uh, maker of the Drinking Quest series, and your friend is sad games. The one and only Jason Anarchy. Hey, Jason. Woohoo! Hello. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you are here specifically because you have something exciting that's about when this episode comes out in the very, very right after this that episode, this episode comes out, if you're listening to it, it's either about to happen or it's in the middle of happening when you're listening to this episode. So what is that, Jason? What's happening? Uh, yeah. So March 2nd on Kickstarter, uh, releasing a compilation game called Drinking Quest Six Pack, which is all six Drinking Quest games in one box. And everything's, you know, super deluxe and fancy and all kinds of bells and whistles. And it's basically six games for the price of two. And it's uh, the culmination of of 10 years of work uh, in the the valuable genre of drinking RPGs. So I'm very excited to get that out there. I would call it the invaluable (laughs) genre. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, especially in pandemic times, you know, if you you got someone to drink with, I'd I'd say that's that's a pretty nice way to pass the time. So. Brett, don't rub your temples and shame at me, Brett. You, you know, the jokes just never get any better. I I do have plans for Brett to bring me a margarita right after I give birth. There is there is both a donut oh, shop yeah. across from the hospital and a Mexican food restaurant. So Yeah, we're gonna have a full bar next to the bed there. <laughs> just ready to go. Yeah. Oh, oh, Katie's got a bottle of champagne like in the fridge. She's like, you're bringing that to the fucking hospital (laughs) (laughs) oh man well i'm uh very excited to have jason on i'm excited to check out the uh the multi-game pack uh i everything everything is awesome in 2021 there's nothing wrong in the world it's so nice oh my god brett (laughs) don't you curse 2021 why would you do that brett it's way too early in the brett this up No, but if uh, the Drinking Quest six pack, a hundred percent, you should check it out. Um, I love the Drinking Quest series. I'm a fan. I've been really spoiled in the last month or so because I've gotten to play Drinking Quest with the creator himself online, mm-hmm. doing some play testing, and I'm really, you know, I'm very spoiled. Uh, but check that out. There'll be a link in the show notes. Please click on that and take a look. It's a very, very fun game to play with friends and family. Right on. Well, thank you. I, I should spoil you more and uh, get you to play another game. I have uh, in the queue ready to go. 
I'm just trying to uh, systematically play through all six games right With before my arm. the new one launches. And then, <laughs> yep. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no, you got it. So, but Jason, uh, I'm equally as excited to talk about this movie. What movie are you watching tonight? Uh, we are watching Commando, the 1985 Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle, which <gasps> yeah, is we are. basically... It's basically the template for like big dumb eighties action movies. Um, it's and it an was the Arnold movie. I didn't know. It's Arnold. Oh, yeah. so it is, this is one of like the <laughs> yes. This is like a Mount Rushmore level Arnold movie. <gasps> like this this deserves consideration for if you were gonna yeah, you know, top tier. Yeah, Dude. Top, top uh, yeah. All right. I have a non-alcoholic no, I, beer in the back of the fridge that I've been saving, <laughs> and tonight like, is the night I'm is breaking the it out. This is the yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so and it's, it's funny that you describe it that way, Jason. Enough, and it's very accurate because the director himself, um uh Mark Lester, has has been on the record quoting it as he believes com- this to be the quintessential 80s action movie. Yes. I completely agree with that. Um, I think, uh, and I think if someone can cite me a, a, another example, you know, I, I'll i take it. But I think this movie basically invented the action movie one-liner. Because <laughs> it was so shameless with the terrible but amazing jokes. And it's like many movies have tried to replicate Arnie's one-liners out of this movie, but there's only ever, you know, a couple here and there, but this movie is just 90 minutes of just Arnold kills a hundred people and just quips a hundred times. And it's amazing. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. but It's been a long time since I've seen it. So maybe it doesn't hold up. Who knows? How early in, in the Arnold, uh, f- filmography is this one? Is this, what well, was 85? So, I mean, it was relatively early, but he was, Really, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, he, he had come out with Conan and the Terminator. Those are the two movies he was known for. So this is don't probably... forget Hercules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's favorite Arnold movie. Um, he done a, a handful, but stuff that is mostly lost to the oblivion abyss of history. Like, all right, here, here, there. Hercules in New York, The Long Goodbye, a TV movie called Happy Anniversary and Goodbye. Stay Hungry, Streets of San Francisco, San Pedro, Beach Bums, The Villain, Scavenger Hunt, The Jane Mansfield Story, a TV movie, then Conan, and then Conan the Destroyer, Terminator, Red Sonja, Commando. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I think, did Arnold just invent one-liners? Because I feel like Arnold is, like, that's it's his whole thing in every movie. It it was partially his delivery. Nobody can shamelessly say these lines and get away with it like he can. He's always got that little smirk. Um, like you can tell he's having fun with it. Uh, but I think this is the first time he, uh, he was basically allowed to be funny in a movie. Um, and you know, like on paper, it's kind of a serious story. You know, he's got to rescue his kidnapped daughter, but you know, it's definitely not taken. Um, you know, so it's, it, it's, I it's will a weird... find you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want Arnold voice doing the voicemail from the first thing. <laughs> just got to dub over the whole I have movie. A particular set of, uh, nope. That's more Scottish and Irish. I'm just not going to try. <laughs> I failed twice. <laughs> but yeah, whoever uh, wrote the script had a lot of fun with like puns and just writing those one-liners. Um, the first time I saw the movie was a friend in high school um, was just going on about how funny these one-liners are, and I didn't want to watch this old movie. I didn't care, but I grudgingly agreed to it because he kept making me laugh. But and I don't want to spoil any lines here in case anyone you know hasn't seen it yet. Um, but uh, and so I eventually watched it, and I was like, okay, yeah. And so I just went through Arnold's 
back catalog, and it was this movie that got me into Arnold movies in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, like, you know, Terminator 2, which, you know, every kid in my generation liked, so, um, and deservedly so, a great movie. Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned, as far as what makes it a little bit different, though, too, is he is cited as what made him really interested in doing this was because he, to quote, he's like, I wasn't just a caveman or like he was a real person. He, the, he starts off as a real person who gets ridiculous, but yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, I didn't want to just be, he was kind of, I think, cause like he said, he'd done both Conan movies and read Sonia, which was like repurposed Conan movie. Um, he just it was looking for something different. And this <laughs> opened up a whole new world of guns instead of swords. <laughs> it's it's yeah, really it's... funny that uh, uh, just because in my head, Arnold's just a very funny guy in most of the movies that I've seen him in. Uh, and it, this was his first gun guns thing. I guess Terminator, right? But uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, yeah, but, technically Terminator. But, but he was only unintentionally funny in that. <laughs> delivering his, his famous LP back line that was uh, showcased his accent more than anything else. Yeah, he's charismatic, so man. This. The guy's super charismatic. Yeah, he, he's committed to to what he's doing. Like he's not, you know, in most cases he's not, you know, a traditional actor where it's like, oh wow, he's really being, you know, a different kind of character. Um, but you know, he sells <laughs> it well enough. You can tell he's having fun with it. And the different layers he has in this movie. Okay, he's a he's a retired commando. Um, but he's also a father, um, and you know, he's also very quick witted. So I don't know, that's like three different things. So yeah, I don't know if that's uh, something new, you know, Conan, you know, he's not just the muscle anymore. I see the, uh, the, the writer's room and they're like, all right, we're going to make like a real serious, like super dope action movie. And, and he's like, yeah, but, uh, what if, what if I uh, told dad jokes when I kill people? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I think this movie probably would have been lost, um, to obscurity if it, he wasn't him because he was not the, he was not only not the first pick, he wasn't the second pick what? in the lead role. You would think really? this movie was, you would think it was Arnold, you know, chicken or egg Arnold before commando. Like we're going to make this movie for Arnold. No, the, this, the original screenplay writer said he originally wrote it for Gene Simmons. What? What? Kiss. <laughs> no. And then it was going to be Nick Nolte. <gasps> what? What are these choices? Yeah. Wow. And then Arnold. I wouldn't mind seeing the Gene Simmons version, actually. That could be <laughs> pretty interesting. That seems oh, like a Nick might, Nolte, though. Wow. Might it might have turned into a dunk fest if it was Gene Simmons. I don't he doesn't um, scream like yeah, I don't, action to me. I don't think we would know it existed <laughs> if it was. I d I but what if would... But what if Gene Simmons got like super ripped though? <laughs> What, what if he was like shirtless, muscular Gene Simmons and he's just killing people and just delivering those one-liners with gusto like that, that could have still worked. I think that could have been a cool movie. I'm just imagining Arnold with a freakishly long tongue. <laughs> I was like, there's a non-zero chance. They, uh, when he does like the camouflage paint, he, it wouldn't be somewhat reminiscent of his demon <laughs> makeup <laughs> or they had a line of like, when I was in the service, they called me the demon. <laughs> yeah, there were a few kind of wink at the camera moments. If you don't get the reference, because it's super old, like, he, that was his alter ego in Kiss. He was the, right? It was like demon, and one was star child, and wasn't that, am I right? I don't know. 
Big any big Kiss fans in the crowd here? I don't no. remember no. the names of the okay. members of Kiss. I, I, I'm a big Weezer fan. I know Weezer likes Kiss, so I know a few, <laughs> I know I know a few things about Kiss through Weezer songs. <laughs> um, let's play the budget game. Yeah, game. Ka-ching! Ka-ching. So. 1985 monies. This is an estimated budget, so I'll preface that. Okay, so yeah, I don't remember how big this was in terms of budget and explosions. I know there's plenty of explosions and and guns and whatnot, but I I just don't remember if it was like high impact, you know, like huge budget, or if this was like, we can afford like several explosives and the rest of it is just like squibs and we're going to go film in, you know, out out behind the studio in in the bushes. Um... I want to say maybe it was like 40 mil. No, that seems like a lot. The budget? That seems like a I'm lot. Gonna, I'm going to guess 10 to 15 million in 1985 right, dollars. 1985, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, like Arnold probably wasn't very expensive at the time. It was probably like a million or two. And then, you know, a lot of explosions that probably cost some money. And there's a lot of extras because Arnold kills so many people in this movie. So there were there was a quantity of actors. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll guess ten to fifteen million. There no no computer animation or anything expensive like that. I said forty. I'm gonna have to stick with it. Sam, what do you got? Seventeen. Sam, you want to I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So budget. Jason is just. Uh, it's estimated ten million dollar budget, Ooh. and you said Arnold made one to two. He got paid one point five million. Wow. Oh. Right in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Man, yeah, you should make movies bit. in the 80s. <laughs> oh my God, can I, please? That would be amazing. Um, how do we think it did, the box office? I'll let you guys pick. Uh, when did it release? weekend, gross, October. Oh. I feel like the, bi- the big number is easier to guess most of the time. I don't know about opening. Early weekend. October. October 3rd. So first week of October. Uh... I feel like it probably did around forty-five million worldwide box office total. I'm gonna say okay. seventy, like it was. It got big at the end. I'll, I'll say sixty and kind of go in the middle there, sneak right in. Ace, cumulative worldwide is fifty-seven. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> it did, I memorized uh, all these stats ahead of time. I'm totally <laughs> cheating. <laughs> You can see, like, in the reflection behind him, he's got IMDb open on his screen. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it did 7.7 opening weekend. It, USA gross was $35 million, which actually sounds like nothing. But in 1985, it was the 21st highest grossing movie of the year. The, wow. There was a lot of... The first being Back to the Future, a whopping 190. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop, wow. 157. And the first Rambo, 150. That's a big big year. year. Good year for movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to hear more of this list. What what beat out Commando? (laughs) Okay, yeah. So you want me to go? I'll I'll go go top down. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Back to the Future was number. It's a big yeah. One ninety. Beverly Hills Cop. One fifty seven. Rambo: First Blood. One fifty. Rocky Four at uh, eighty nine million. Cocoon seventy six million. Witness sixty eight. Oh, the Goonies, cool. 61. Wow. Police Academy 2, <laughs> 55 million. A classic, said no yep. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fletch, 50. A View to a Kill, that's the James Bond one with Christopher Walken as the villain. 
at 50 million. I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? It's, it's pretty not, it, I like them. I like all the bonds are all flawed <laughs> as fuck, but it, that's the one that's got Christopher Walken, um, and Grace Jones in it. It's a Roger Moore joint. Bring I think that's the, the one where the it was the one that made him decide he had to stop because his romantic lead was like 35 years younger than him or something like that. <laughs> Awkward. She was like, like mid twenties and he's like 50 or 60 or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> European vacation was 11 mask was for, uh, not the mask mask. I think that's the one that was like the Eric Stoltz where his face oh, right, is yeah. kind of like, it was originally supposed to be in back to the future. That's right. But they didn't think it was funny. He was too serious. Hmm. They fired him and recast, uh, the breakfast club at 13 at 13th place. All of these came out million. that year. Yeah. Oh, Pale my Rider. God. Oh, Pale Rider's one. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. What? I don't know why I said it like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Brewster's Millions. I didn't, I, this is, I was surprised at how, I mean, it's still respectable, but I was, because if I told you that E.T. was only the 17th highest grossing movie of the year it came out. Wait, so you're telling me. 40 million. Back to the Future. Oh, 1985 re-release, it says. Never okay. mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, E.T. came out the same year as Back to the Future and Goonies. Like, but is, what? is yeah, 1985 the it 80s? Actually, that's insane. E.T. made $40 million on a re-release, so wow. never mind. <laughs> um, Jagged Edge, I don't know what that is. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Spies Like Us, and then Commando. There's a lot of big names above Commando. I was like, what could it be? It was a lot. I mm-hmm. I believe that their position on the list now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Teen Wolf came out that year, too. Michael J. Fox is having a year. Dang. Wow. But, um, yeah, so I have one more game we can play special to this movie. And, Jason, you've alluded to it before as far as a, guessing, a numbers guessing game. Okay. Um, what's the total body count of this movie and how many does Arnold kill? <laughs> oh, I, uh, I I know that one already. He kills 100 people in this movie, and you can make a few arguments that a few of those deaths are off screen, but that is uh, I, that's the accepted number. This is Arnold's highest kill count movie. Wow! So oh, really? if, while while we're watching tonight, we can we can keep a kill tally. Yeah, if you want, and we can okay. compare later. That could be fun. according to I would be interested or in that, because according to it could be either one of those <laughs> According to IMDb, it's 102 is how many Arnold kills, oh. and there are 109 total deaths. Well, what? That's okay. the, according to IMDb trivia. You know that va- that vaunted that un- IMDb trivia unassailable, perfect bastion of truth. Fucking wrong, like 90 percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason, you alluded to this also without knowing it. it what's what's funny is about there are 54 stunt performers credited. That's 17 more people than the cast, the acting <laughs> cast. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that is that is a good bit of trivia. As far as the cast goes, of course, we have Arnold. Um, we have Ray Don Chong. I don't, if you might recognize her, a handful of people you would recognize from a very, very young Alyssa Milano. Mm. That's wow. his daughter. Um, and here's a bunch of very recognizable names. Other people who tried to who auditioned but did not get the role Alyssa Milano plays were 
Winona Ryder, Shannon Doherty, Elizabeth Shue, Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Connelly, and Patricia Arquette. Holy crap! What is this list? Wow, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I just thought this was funny. So, uh, there's also uh, Dan Hedaya, who, if you don't know the name, you will recognize him in a second. He is Cher's dad in Clueless. He's the dad oh. in tons of things. He's Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan's dad in Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> you'll, you'll recognize him. He's in uh, a million things. And then uh, Bill Duke, who's in a, a, a bunch of Arnold movies. And you'll, you'll, again, recognize him. A lot of character actors. He's Mac in uh, Predator. That's right. That's right. His name is Cook in this one. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's Mac in Predator. And he's just one of those actors that he just seems to be in everything. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, most people probably wouldn't know his name, but it, it's like, hey, it's that guy. If you saw an action movie between, like, 1984 and 1994, there's, like, a 90% chance Bill Duke was in it. <laughs> if it was a crime movie or, like, a gangster a cop movie or something. There's a few of those uh, actors where it's just, like, mm-hmm. they, are, they are the bad guys or, like, the, N- the NPCs in every action movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, this doesn't spoil anything, but... Part of this movie revolves around a deposed dictator from a South American country. Mm-hmm. He's from the country of Valverde, which is not real, but it's a it's a fictionalized sent South slash Central American country that Hollywood used in multiple movies um, to evoke like a somewhat of a Cuba or Nicaragua vibe without saying it. You know, making they made to avoid political issues. They just made up a fake country, and it, Val Verde is used in this movie, Predator, Die Hard 2, and the made-for-TV movie, Super Carriers, colon, Deadly Enemies. <laughs> wow. So so Bill Duke's character from Commando and Bill Duke's character from Predator exist in the same twins. universe. They're oh, twins. Oh, that makes sense. I, yeah. I choose to believe it is a Val Verde <laughs> shared universe. The VVCU. <laughs> We need to bring back Valverde. This is great. Let's just do fictional yeah. countries all the time. And just the last thing I really have pre-roll, you know, before we watch the movie, everything else I feel like spoils it is um, uh, Arnold had to go to the hospital three times during the filming because he pretty much he had to do all his own stunts because this is like his prime peak and you just they couldn't find another human that could even come close to looking like him on screen to be a stunt double. So he just had to do his own stunts. I can imagine. It was just too swole. I remember there's a specific Arnold swap out in uh, True Lies when they're skiing, uh, and they cut a, they cut to like the back and see Arnold skiing down the hill, and it's not Arnold, and it's just like that person is so much smaller than Arnold. Like <laughs> you just you just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is it, the year after Conan Destroyer, and he's ridiculous in Conan the Destroyer. Like, yeah, Conan the Destroyer, I would cite as, like, his, his the best shape he's ever been in. And this is, like, mm-hmm. shortly after that. So this is, like, on screen, this is probably, yeah, the, the, the best Arnold body you ever get. Because Conan the Barbarian, he's great. Terminator, he's great. But he's a little bigger for these couple of movies. Um, so, and then, of course, near the end of Commando, there's the famous scene where... Like Arnold's in a speedo, like rowing a boat. <laughs> like, so we're, we're definitely we're definitely going to get a, a few uh, eyefuls of that. Yes, that that wasn't so, actually in the script. Uh, 
He just insisted. <laughs> it's part um, of my contract. I must be in the speedo. Has anyone here not seen this? Me. Sam. Obviously, oh, cool. if I didn't know that Arnold was. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes oh. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been nothing. a long time for me, actually. It's been so. I mean, my recollection of this is pretty much that I haven't seen it at this point because. This is in a, a, a list of action movies that I've seen once, and I was, you know, a, a preteen for sure, maybe under the age of ten. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That was when I when I saw most of these eighties eighties action movies. I think I saw it a bunch of times as a teenager, and maybe once since then. Um, I, I knew I had a copy of the movie on DVD because they released uh, an extended edition that has. An extra minute and forty-five seconds of like changed or like additional footage, I guess, like scene out, uh, like just adding onto the end of scenes mostly. Um, so, if you want, I can watch that version because it's not even that much longer, and I can maybe chime in with a few differences that might come up. Uh, because I guess I've only seen that once when that version of the DVD came out. How many more people does he kill in those couple of minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be keeping a tally. It's been a, all I remember. Honestly, it's funny. I remember the like. The most basic plot point and of what, like, the main crux of the plot. And then I just remember a few set pieces and violence. I don't remember specific. I, I'm going to be... I think we're going to see a lot of uh, creative kills in this one. <laughs> this is also famous for being very violent, but also, like, him just doing this, lots of ridiculous... Killing people in ridiculous ways. Well, this is the one with the... With, uh... There's at least two popular memes from this movie that are still around today. Uh, so I'm excited to see the uh, the meme factory that this was. Um, I'm trying to remember. You know what it is? Is I think my brain mixes up the the plot and happenings of this movie with Predator. Minus the Predator, obviously. Uh, but I feel like, do they share a lot of, like, jungly fight scenes there's uh yeah there's not as much jungle as predator uh there's a like a bit of jungle but there's that famous scene where arnold like paints himself with the war paint yeah i feel like that kind of evokes a bit of a a predator vibe okay Um, but 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 tonally like pacing wise the it's it's a quick kind of consistent movie like predator is like there aren't a lot of like lulls or anything like that like it, uh, it really drives forward when you watch it. That's one of the things I like about it too. I'm excited, Sam. And, what do you think is um, going to happen? Um, <laughs> I I know nothing about this movie except the name and now Arnold and some of the cast. So, like, this is I'm sure totally off base, but in my head, it's kind of like the quote-unquote real version of Tropic Thunder is what I'm guessing. Like, <laughs> like the movie that inspired the parody that is Tropic Thunder. And I doubt that's accurate, but that's what it is in my head, and I'm very curious to see if that's going to be true or not. Um, can I read the four taglines for this? <laughs> four? Please. Yeah. Uh, version... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Wait, I'm going to do these in a, in descending order of, like, least information given to most information given. Okay? And then, Sam, I want you to amend your prediction based on that. Oh, First one. okay. Let's party. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? 
That, that could be a tagline for almost any movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Jonah Especially Hill's going to be in this movie now. Okay. That's almost as shocking of a tagline as like your fucking word cloud for, word cloud for ghost dog with pigeon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the keywords. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Next one. A little more information, but still not much. Somewhere. Somehow. Someone's going to pay. <laughs> isn't, um, isn't that the movie where they hey. press the button and someone dies and they get a million dollars or whatever? No, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. If there's a mission that no man could survive, then he's the man for the job. Okay. That <laughs> totally tracks with an Arnold movie. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, like, and then this last one just tells you everything. <laughs> they hunted him down. They murdered his friends. Now they've taken the one thing he would kill for. His only daughter may have been helped him. That's not a tagline! That's Let's not... party! Oh, my God! Fire the marketing team! They did not know what they were doing! Wow. That is a synopsis. You can't just give a synopsis and call it a tagline. <laughs> well, we know That's where bad. their budget didn't go, which was marketing. I, oh I really like God. Let's Party the best, though. I feel like that's the winner here. Tolkien's <laughs> epic masterpiece finally hits the screen. It's about a bunch of short people taking a piece of jewelry to an evil kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> They have to defeat the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> Bill, uh, Bill, you can't do that party for every movie that we get hired on. That really works for Lord of the Rings, though, because they have a party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bill, you can't do it for this movie about two people dying of cancer that fall in love. You can't use Let's Party. Come on, Bill. <laughs> Did you read the script? <laughs> so, someone should should recut Fellowship so it just looks like a movie about someone who's stressing over throwing a big party, and then the tagline is "Let's party." That would be amazing, and there would be enough scenes to work with too. Yeah, As, yeah, especially be. in the beginning with Bilbo's actual birthday party. You mean the yeah. actual party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And like you could like cut it in a way where like it sets up the the main antagonist as the Sackville Baggins, and it's just the, the whole movie's about them trying to get like Bilbo's furniture and shit. Oh, I to Mordor could... into like a returning a gift to Mordor. Oh, <laughs> or they're like regifting the ring to Mordor or something like that. <laughs> That's why they try to throw it in the fire. They're like, oh, we'll just like melt it and warp it and we'll reshape it into a different piece of jewelry so they know it's not a regift. But oh shit, it doesn't. It's still cool to the touch. Damn it. That's funny. <laughs> Only the fires of Mordor can reshape this ring so they won't know it's a regift. Oh, this is the Let's worst. Let's party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very scared that this is a bad movie, guys. Are you? Oh. Like, like it is, but it's it's also a very good movie at the same time. Okay, it's a fun bad movie. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, it's... it is a well made cheesy action movie. Okay, it's not it's not funny because it's a poorly made movie. Okay, so there's there's that at least. 
So it's, it's like a it's, different level of your typical so bad it's good. Okay, it's funny because it's trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah, intentional jokes in the movie okay. land for the like. There's a lot of jokes that don't land, but okay. there are uh, also a lot of very memorable jokes that uh, that just work. And, uh, yeah, that, that don't distract you too much. Okay. Uh, but then again, I haven't seen this in a while. Maybe there are just a lot of bad jokes that I've always just kind of stomached for the sake of, you know, all the, all the big beats of the movie that I like. So I don't know. We, we will see. They went for the, the quantity approach. Like if we tell enough jokes, some of them will have to be funny. <laughs> always a safe bet. Just endless one-liners after killing people. That's all we need. And I think this movie influenced the way I make tabletop games, too, because I make funny, like, board games and card games, and I shamelessly just put, like, terrible one-liners into all of them. And I think, like, the root of that is directly Commando, now that I think about it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. So I think this movie had an impact on my life. Gonna have to do, like, a special thanks. (laughs) So, yes. Thank you, Commando. (laughs) All right. Is this the most introspective anyone's ever gotten while discussing Commando? This is introspective. <laughs> it had yeah, impact like, it defines his whole career. Like it, that's true. I it, thought you meant like element. Yeah. I thought I, my mind was still on the tagline rift. So <laughs> I just let's party. Let's just party. Can't. Be a tagline for my games. Turkey <laughs> Quest. Yes, it could. Of course, it could. That'd be great. Uh, or you could. You could steal most of these somewhere somehow. Someone's going to drink. <laughs> I, I'm, yes. I'm currently running Facebook ads for a drinking quest game. So just because, just to make you guys laugh, I'm just going to change the tagline to "Let's Party" for a yes. week or something, and yes. just and just see how it does. <laughs> just see if people <laughs> react to that. I'm going to seek it, them out on Facebook. Can you share ads on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I can tag you in there. Yeah, no problem. All right, excellent. I predict this movie will be 100 amazing, and I'll find nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a prediction. That is all never happened, but okay. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to quoting the one-liners from this for the rest of the week. Like, that's, I think that's, if I get that out of it, if I get to torture Sam with bad jokes, that's all I need. <laughs> Great. I'm so excited. All right. Well, we're going to pause the recording here and go and watch Commando, and we'll see you when we get back. <laughs> You got it. There it is. There's the intro. And we're back. We're back, baby. Yes, we are. Oh, oh man. What? Just, I, I have so many. Yes. For such a short movie, I have so many thoughts. I, what? Just like a lovely little vacation from the hellscape that has been recent times. Like, yes. A wonderful vacation. Yeah, actually. It it just moves too. There's no like downtime. No, it's just like just all momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to real quick before we dive in because I know everyone's thoughts, but there's a piece of trivia that I I really stuck out to me that I was like, where would this? And I'm still more confused now because apparently they shot a love scene with Arnold and Ray no. Don Chong. Oh, but they felt it like wasn't. It, did, it was inauthentic or didn't yeah. make sense, and they cut it. Good. And I'm like, where? 
when when did this happen is what yeah. i want to know but you guys tell me in this movie when would they did they have time to have sex it would have answered the question of why is he in a speedo now <laughs> <laughs> for mobility yeah it's uh I, I was a little worried this movie might not hold up but yeah I, I had a lot of fun watching it it was really cool um and the one-liners were i'm gonna say it's about Magic. a 50 50 mix of, of being good versus kind of grown worthy. Yeah, they were definitely magic. Um, the, the first thing I wrote down here was in the beginning. Arnold's talking with his daughter, Alyssa Milano. And uh, he's like reading a newspaper. And he's like, why don't they just call him Girl George? I think that would clear up all the confusion. And it was... I, I always thought that was like the lamest joke. And I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, okay. It's supposed to be a lame joke that he's making to his daughter. Um because she's like, oh, dad. It was 100% so dad jokes. And that, that's, that's yeah. what it is. He's the dad joke serial killer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Loved it. Good, good way of describing it, for sure. Um, so many good there's, there's, there's also a scene of Arnold uh, feeding a deer in a pink shirt. Yes. Um, that, was, that was good. <laughs> and, uh, and then the, the log meme that I've been seeing around lately is that one shot of Arnold holding that log in the yes. beginning, blocking out the sun with his bicep. That's uh, an iconic shot. Yes. There's a phone case. I think the actual Arnold has it. There's a picture of him floating around with it. Because you know like the, the new iPhones have like the three or four little camera lens things? It's like it's like a perfect representation of that like four barreled bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like an iPhone case where it's him holding it, and it's like the the, the iPhone oh, lens excellent. pictures are oh, the incredible. barrels of the bazooka. Love that. Smart. Uh, so, uh, I want, mean, so much, so much going so on much, in this yeah. movie. Um, <laughs> where do we want to start? I don't. <laughs> Sam had some good thoughts. About I do. It. I have good thoughts. For an 80s action movie, surprisingly pro-female and very feminist. I was shocked and very surprised. Like, there's the awesome, like, flight attendant lady who, like, stands up for herself and, like, is training to be a pilot and she takes karate lessons and she's like a sidekick character without there being any like dumb romance between them it's amazing like she is his equal the whole movie with the exception of the fact that she's not as strong as him but like character wise like there's no looking down on her like she uses her strengths to help propel the plot forward like she really? learns how to use a rocket launcher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. quickly. She, she and, reads the instructions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like that that was a joke, you know, like she shoots it backwards, but it wasn't like demoralizing or like, haha, you stupid woman. It was like, no, like this is not your area of expertise. Like, yeah, you you could make that mistake easily. Yeah. Um a lot, a lot of people would shoot it backwards the first time, I think. Yeah. I mean, she hit the car the second time. <laughs> she did. She didn't miss. Um, also, some lady wish fulfillment there of, like, wanting to rocket launch your freaking cat collars. Like, that was great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, it, it was okay they got shot with the rocket launcher because they were so scummy. 
Yeah. Did you uh did you guys watch Also ACAB? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch uh, Wonder Woman 1984? Yes. Okay, so I was watching that scene, and Sam said that, like, wish fulfillment, and I was like, God, like, this is the same vibe and, like, same scene that they were trying to do in Wonder Woman uh, with, with Cheetah beating up that dude, and it just didn't fucking work in Wonder Woman. Uh, and I was, like, trying to... How much did? <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like you know trying to put my finger on it uh, as to like what was so different about it because it was essentially the same scene uh but like i think it was just this very realistic and like not power tripping character just like i don't know every every person that cat called her was killed in this which was pretty pretty <laughs> hilarious she has some good lines too yeah. With, even at Arnold, like she's like, I'm not surprised. I've known you five minutes, and I want to kill you, or I want you. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. <laughs> so she's giving some attitude right away. And all her reactions uh, during the motel fight. So they shot her separately behind like the the bars or whatever, and and she just ad libbed all those like reactions and those lines about like toxic masculinity and stuff. <laughs> These guys eat too much red meat. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, uh, fun fact. Did you guys anyone notice when they burst into the other room with the couple there in one frame real quick, it's real quick. There's a camcorder on a tripod next to the bed. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Oh. I was like, those guys didn't hear the actual gunshots next door. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they were that into nope. it. Nope. Um, Ambiance. Also d- pro feminist. How awesome is it that the daughter lets herself out of being trapped by the bad guys? Mm-hmm. Like she just yeah, MacGyvers yeah. She, her like way out. Yeah, I, I am guys. I am so happy <laughs> with this. <movie. laughs> if, you, if you think about the timeline of how that was supposed to play out, where Arnold shows up minutes late to, and his daughter would have been dead, like that, that uh, sex scene would have been real awkward after that. They're like, oh, the one he had, like, they like told, if they, dang it, if only we hadn't a boned just now, I could have gotten there in time. Uh, <laughs> I want to Google if it's out there somewhere. I want to know when and where was it supposed to take place? Because that, that plane <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem like the type of plane that you can autopilot because they did have like it's a two hour trip, they said, to the island. So it's like, I get but that plane, <laughs> that, that, little, that little seaplane does not seem like something you could like put on autopilot. No, I don't think so. You know, but if anyone it's could challenge accept that situation, I mean, pilot, it would be yeah. Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Um, one hand on it, one hand on the controls. <laughs> yeah. Just being the best commando we could be. <laughs> I like how they keep saying, like, that's not a rank. That's not a thing. That's not an official, like, position in the army. It's just like a generic term for a soldier. Like, it's not a... Yeah, he he's a he's a colonel, a retired colonel yeah. in the movie, and then commando is only said when uh, when Cindy is radioing to General Kirby near the end when Arnold goes on the island to kill everybody. Is that uh, his code so name? She's like, code yeah, he's like something, something. Commando, try to get a hold of General Kirby. Commando, and he like gives her a list of like words to say, and that's one of them. So that's uh, probably like the code word for "I'm going to kill everybody. Come and pick me up" or something. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's dead. I need a ride. Oh my god! He Speaking killed of everyone. Killing people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
have uh, 89 confirmed kills, but that's without pausing it. And there were a few scenes where there were big explosions. Yeah. Uh, where there, there were likely some people in there that I, I couldn't find. So it gets dicey. We talk um, about the bar- I, like the barracks blowing up, and then there was like all the G- like jeeps and like were there four people? Were there sit? How many people were in that jeep? Well, what about yeah. like what about the guy whose arm he just cut off at the end? So, like, does that person count as a kill or not? Like he he probably bled to death. There's a, yeah, yeah, I there's a cut. I can't remember if I counted him. I probably did. I don't know. He also did the uh, like the death palm to the security yeah. guard in the mall <laughs> arnold's palm would kill you <laughs> apparently they cut a scene with the guy's army cut off where he like smacked him he's like don't hate <laughs> like don't hate yourself or something and they thought it was <laughs> oh, no. <too> dark. <laughs> what? that would have been Stop fantastic <laughs> oh, i want that scene uh, and then i guess Is that i mean I was, I was trying to count early and i'm wondering it's like are they counting people that in most movies, they would say, "Oh, they're just knocked out." But like in real life, there is no just knocked out. Like that's that's called brain damage, and, and you probably dead. You know, like yeah, yeah. Being... Like when he steals the plane, he uh, he takes the, the 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 plane clerk who's just minding his own business on the docks, and he smashes his face against like a the, like the edge of a truck or something twice, and I'm like. That might have like killed the guy. That could have been one of Arnold's kills in the movie, and he wasn't like a bad guy. He was just the the guy that worked on the dock. So I don't know. That didn't I think it was an evil time. dock. It's okay. Just, I, I hope so. I hope it was. Yeah, only the evilest of people use that dock. I mean, and I um, think back to the security guards at the mall too. Like, not all of the people that Arnold hurt or killed in this movie were bad guys. Yeah, it's and there's. I love how there's like a 10 minute sequence of Arnold just punching mall cops. <laughs> it's like, like there's like 30 of them and he just keeps punching mall cops. Yeah. And it's he, just such a long scene. He hulks out of a pile of them. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. He does the classic. He's in the middle and then kind of comes up with his arms and then they all go flying back. Yeah. Good scene. That, better mall scene than, than Wonder Woman 1984. Oh my god, god. man. <laughs> we just, just go on a 20 minute tangent about that movie. I haven't gotten an opportunity to talk about that yet. Fun fact I'm pretty sure it's the same mall. It's, do you think <laughs> so? It wouldn't think, surprise me, actually. They do seem really similar. I think it's both, both the Glendale Galleria mall in both movies. Well, they explicitly said in this movie, they like showed the sign for the gallery. Yeah, it was but... the gallery in Commando. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows for Wonder Woman, but. Okay, I'm going to type in the name of that mall and then Wonder Woman. And that mall scene there. was so hokey in Wonder Woman. I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> can't, I can't go on. I can't turn it into a Wonder Woman podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in too good so a mood in a... to, to talk about Wonder Woman <laughs> for right now. So, so focusing on this good yeah. movie. Did anyone else notice uh, Bill Paxton? Yes. Where, okay. The, uh, where he was, was the naval he? officer on the comms on the like telling him like you're in airspace? Oh. Okay. Yeah. For like the three seconds mm-hmm. he was on screen. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't have any game over moments, but he was definitely there playing a playing a straight supporting role for a few seconds. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Okay. I want to talk about Bennett. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh. Please. He's one of the greatest movie villains of all time. <laughs> uh, do we start with him, the person, him, the, the wardrobe? Um, 
I know. I, was he wearing chainmail the whole time? Like a chainmail like, yeah, vest? Chain it was like cotton. So, Sexy chainmail. So, so Arnold's villainous opposite in this movie is not a big buff guy. He's this doughy Australian man with a Freddie Mercury mustache wearing chainmail. And it's great. He's such a hilarious villain. <laughs> What's the opposite of Austria? Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't... I want to be really careful with my word choice because it's like you don't want to body shame someone, but his physique. No, I had the same thought. (laughs) Intimidating. Like that final fight was just like, this is not a fair fight. (laughs) (laughs) Like he didn't look out of shape in the scenes on his own, but like standing next to Arnold, it was just like, you've let yourself go. (laughs) It's an unfair. Did anyone tell him he was going to be in an action movie with his arms bare the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh and i love how i love his character and how he's just you know they mentioned once that he was upset about being thrown out of uh arnold's unit and then in the end then he just turns into this knife fanatic that just will sacrifice a sure kill just for the joy of killing someone with a knife and like arnold like convinces him throw away that chicken shit gun and uh (laughs) And he's like, I don't need the gun! And he throws away his gun. They have a knife After killing a hundred people with a gun, he's like, chicken shit gun. <laughs> his little... They had that one other line in there where he was, they were like, he enjoyed killing too much. But... Yeah, yeah. Okay, a bit, a bit of backstory. Flimsy. Okay, that, that could be why he was he throwing was also like, unit. Arnold, talk about, like, throwing stones at glass houses, man. Like... <laughs> you seem to not mind it too much also with you know making your quips and jokes the whole time but <laughs> what if the real thing is like his one-liners were bad oh, they man. threw him out of the unit because his one-liners were just shitty you know that's oh, that's yeah. probably closer to the truth though is like arnold and bennett are probably like the same character except arnold was just like oh yeah no i like killing people way too much i quit i can't do this <laughs> Like, don't let me near guns, please. Thank oh, he, you. like, realized that about himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the extended version that I watched, the extra minute and 45 seconds, there's a brief part where they actually go into Arnold's, like, character and backstory. So the reason Jenny's mother isn't there is because she died during childbirth, and Arnold goes into how he was never there, and he was always off on missions and stuff like that, and that's why he retired. So oh. there, 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 there's, like, a weird kind of solemn moment while he's driving in the car, I think, um... To, while they're driving to the weapons store to drive a, a, a front loader into it and steal all the weapons. That's um, it, interesting. I guess I get why they cut that, because they were very explicit about uh, her not wanting him to go back, because because obviously, you know, don't leave. And then there was no mom around. So I guess that was all just repeat info from what they already showed us. But, like, how much longer... <laughs> What version of the movie did you... Was that the director's cut? The director's cut. It's an extra minute and 45 seconds, and it's just a few seconds here, a few seconds there. That scene, and there's an alternate line of dialogue where Alyssa Milano is talking to, uh, not Bennett, but the other Arius. dictator guy who uh, wants... Oh, Arius, yes, thank you. So there's a part where Arius is like, oh, once your dad completes this mission, you know, you'll see him again. Won't that be nice? And she, in the original, she says, not as nice as watching him smash your face in. But in the director's cut, she says, uh, not as nice as watching him kick your ass. Oh. So. Oh. oh scandalous. Yeah, so they probably changed it because it was a little girl saying ass. So. 
you know, they uh, they clean that up a little bit for the the regular version. What's the minimum amount of stuff you can do uh, to qualify your cut for a director's cut? Like, what's because a minute forty five <laughs> is like seems just so minimal. Well, it it could have been like may, maybe that maybe that was originally the director's vision, and those were literally the changes the studio made without asking the director. Maybe. Uh, or, you know, it, it could have just been, you know, we need to put out another DVD version <laughs> of this, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's just change a couple things out <laughs> of the scene. That was a director's cut. All the supposed to say the Snyder cut it. Justice League's going to come out and the only change is he takes out Cyborg saying booyah and that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> people are really hype about that. Uh, it's got an yeah, R rating. It's four hours long. Superman's going to be saying he's going to kick yeah, Darkseid's ass. But um, also, I like that <laughs> they break into the surplus store in the most ostentatious way possible, and then predictably, police show up and they arrest Arnold. But they let her leave with lots of weapons. Did I miss I that? They, they blink or something. Away, but that was also. It was okay. confusing. It that can, the only thing. Okay, it wasn't thank clear. you, Sam. Maybe you can help me with this other. There's only one other thing. I was like, wait, what was the point of that? In the very, very beginning, when Cook steals the Cadillac, what was the point uh-huh. of that? Oh, to kill the guy selling the Cadillac. He was part of Arnold's unit. Oh, was the guy? He was supposed to be okay. One of Arnold's guys. Okay. Gotcha. The problem with that scene is that Cook's plan revolved around the fact that he was expecting the guy to get in front of mm-hmm. the car. Cause then he yeah. hit him with the Cadillac. And, uh, that, that scene's great though. When he's yeah. trying to sell it to him, he's like, look at the headroom you got in there. A guy like you. Oh, not also have like trying to sell him on vinyl. <laughs> like, Oh God. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Yeah, you don't want leather brother. Oh, oh man. yeah. It's amazing. Also, the least discreet assassination jobs. Like, Man, that garbage truck plan—you're really banking on a lot of so like your bank. Like, I feel like he just could have easily been like, "Ah, whatever. I'll just we'll have double the amount of garbage next week. Whatever." <laughs> it's, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. sleeping in. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then it starts the movie off with a, a good one-liner, not by Arnold, but uh, um, you know, for, for those watching that haven't seen it, I don't know, mild spoiler. Um, so yeah, Cook is pretending to be a garbage man. Guy comes out with his garbage, just fun, gets to the garbage truck in time. He's like, I thought you'd miss me. It's like, don't worry, we won't. And he shoots him with an Uzi. And then when he's on the ground, he shoots him with an Uzi again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so over the top and, and ridiculous, but also amazing. I can't get over how good the one-liners were in this. Uh, yeah, did everyone have a favorite? <laughs> I mean, I feel like one of the ones that really got me was... Uh, it wasn't even a death one-liner. It was when they were driving in the car, and she's, like, freaking out. And she's like, aren't you going to tell me what's going on? And just his delivery of, no. <laughs> I mean, dead tired's pretty great. He's dead tired. Dead tired. Yeah. That's good. Uh. Uh, I, I like after he kills Cook in the hotel, and uh, Cindy is like, uh, oh, uh, how are we going to get to the, the airport docks or whatever? And I was like, We'll take Cook's car. He won't be needing it. And uh, <laughs> she, she just killed him. Oh, and then also when he's fighting Cook, 
Cook is going on about how he's a Green Beret, and he's like, this Green Beret is going to kick your ass. Yeah. And I was like, I eat Green Berets for breakfast, and right now I'm very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the delivery of hungry was so great, because he's just like, he just went full max, like, I'm very He's just screaming yeah. it. And I think in the original version, the only, uh, and, you know, not even the director's cut, but I think when they originally filmed it, he only said, I eat Green Berets for breakfast as the line. Because when he says, right now I'm very hungry, you can tell it's, like, really bad ADR. Like, his <laughs> mouth isn't moving, and it's just, it's so jarring, but it's a fantastic line. I'm really glad they added that in. And immediately after that, too, the, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> fuck you, asshole. Like, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> so much commitment to those lines, it's great. Um, uh, we were talking about the, the tagline originally of Let's Party. So do you remember that? Yes. That's in the movie. Yes, and he said it. I've never yes, noticed he that. Said it. Yes. I literally set up. I was like, oh, he said the thing. <laughs> he said the thing. So after after seeing this, I don't know, like maybe 10 times in my life, that's the first time I've ever noticed that. Or I guess I had reason to notice it. But it, yeah, I was so happy uh, when he said that in the fight, uh, fight with Bennett. So Yeah, they had Let's Party and the, the theme song was the other part of the other tagline somebody somewhere song. yeah the credit song yeah, that yeah was... the, the, the soundtrack was not particularly 80s like it had that weird steel drum soundtrack yeah. um but, the whole time. but but then just yeah it never went away it's kind of like well kinda, <laughs> like predator how it kind of has that one theme through the whole movie but this one was like a fun steel drum kind of riff on that but but then that final song is the most 80s possible thing you could possibly ask for that was like the one thing that I was like, ooh, I feel like it's missing is like that cheesy 80s soundtrack throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that song came that, on which, and Sam's just like, yes. <laughs> they teased us. Yeah. They teased us with it because in the beginning it has the sax. Yeah. The saxophone. There's like a little riff and then it goes away and like doesn't come back. Yeah, it was like at the beginning and at the very end. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Do you know that the director wanted Arnold to actually hold Sully over the cliff just by himself? He's like, "You're strong enough." He's like, "No, are you crazy? Like, he's gonna die." Oh, Some what? Uh, the crane. And in that scene, you can see the wire on Sully's leg that he's hanging on when he's first. Yes, for like a second. I missed. Speaking that. of who plays Sully, um, he is a. Uh, his, he's been on rewatch before as a henchman that gets his comeuppance. And that actor was in The Crow as oh. T-Bird. Oh. I don't remember the names of the people killed in The Crow. <laughs> He's the one who kill- dies in his car. He, like, oh. ties into his car and, like, drives it and do like, makes it explode. The cool one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, guys, I have breaking news. I found an article. Uh, it was going to be on the flight, the love scene. Oh, uh. yep. I told you if there's anybody that could fly a plane and have sex at the same time, it would be Arnold. Well, or all they needed to do to fly the plane was press that one lever. Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, it's like, even if it didn't make sense, they, they could have just thrown another one-liner where it's like, uh, now it's time for some autopilot or something, you know? <laughs> it's, it's such a good excuse. Like, nobody would care as long as it's funny. Uh, but yeah, just 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 imagine like just being into it, you know, when you have two hours until your daughter is killed. <laughs> like it's like that would have been terrible to put in there. That's 
that's why they're saying they cut it because yes because they're like this just feels you're on your way to save your daughter who might hopefully is alive hopefully you save it just would you really be in the mood for that um <laughs> my my daughter is in danger and i am also incredibly horny <laughs> <laughs> I do like how at the end Jenny runs up and hugs Cindy. I'm like, you don't know each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Do they hug? I totally missed that. Yes, kids love pilots. <laughs> wow, a pilot. Also, she's like, yay, the only other woman in this whole film. Oh, that's true. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But at well, least they were I mean, well there written. was Motel Lady. Yeah. There was Boobs. <laughs> there was the flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yeah, don't, don't wake up my friend, he's dead tired. <laughs> but yeah, not uh not a lot of ladies in this movie at all. That was yeah. a magical moment because Sam didn't really know what to expect. And like the first action scene happened and it was like, Alright, this is an action movie, and they get on the plane and he snaps the dude's neck and Sam just gasps and her eyes get real big and excited and she looks to me and she's like oh my god this is gonna be awesome yeah (laughs) i was so excited and then like so he just kills him and then he like puts his head back and then freaking weekend at bernie's him and i was just like thank you this is a great pick i am so excited for this movie (laughs) Yeah, and that's kind of the moment where the viewer is just like, oh, good, he's not going to do the mission. That's awesome. That would have been a a much more boring movie. Yeah. And he jumps off the plane that's in the (laughs) air. Oh, my God. So good. It's okay. He lands in a swamp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all those swamps around LAX. Yeah. Yep, I do. I I know them so well. They had... A couple of different cutaways in that jump, too. Like, they just couldn't make one look like it was realistic. <laughs> so, it was like, he jumps out, and then there's, like, two different dummy f- shots falling, and then a third one where he hits the water. Yeah, they, like, they, oh. didn't, they didn't do a good job of, like, the distance is just unbelievably high that he jumps from in some shots. <laughs> yeah. And then the next shot, you're like, oh, okay, he's fine. But then it's, it's just, yeah, it, it doesn't have a good sense of continuity between all those multiple shots. Yeah, but but by that point you're like, well, yeah, he he killed the guy in the plane. You know what kind of movie this is going to be. I want to take my hat off to the the sound editor for this for resisting the temptation to use Wilhelm all the Wilhelm screams. <laughs> there were none. I didn't really see I know. <laughs> and it could yeah, spe- been- especially in that last sequence. They could have uh, read yeah. you in there for sure. Yeah, some of the uh, the falls in that last sequence were pretty ridiculous too. Just, I think I counted three different like slow mo like long shots of someone falling off of a roof. That that stunt cast that sequence is great. Uh, I love the shots too of just his bare torso with the giant gatling machine gun. Yes, yes. Just, his head's not in it. It's just torso. That, that did fulfill my prediction of Tropic Thunder just a little bit, because that was definitely a trope in Tropic Thunder. It's just, like, the paint and the camo with, like, a machine gun and a bare chest. 
Oh yeah, and they Plot, have you seen nothing at all. Hot like shots it. or hot shots part two, two or whatever. They no. they lampoon that scene hard. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, but this movie you can see it's like one of the granddaddies of so many of these like action movie cliches that are the, now like cheesy tropes and cliches. It, this one laid the great. You can see how many satiric parody movies have like taken you know yeah. taken from this one. Yeah, and it was kind of like the template for action movies for about 10 years after. Like, there was, uh, like, a lot of that style of movie. Those were, like, the biggest blockbusters for a while. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, some of that stuff never went away. The uh, uh, putting your uh, elite training skills on display by standing upright in the middle of the enemies and just pointing your gun at them and never <laughs> taking a bullet. <laughs> Yeah, in like an open courtyard. Like it's just, it's so dumb, but amazing. Should you final thoughts? I mean, I feel like it's, unless there's yeah. anything they want to discuss. Thank you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was so much fun and just ridiculous. It was everything I hoped it would be and more. Uh, are there some mild problematic things like not enough women? Sure. And are all the villains minorities? Yeah. But also, it's an 80s movie where the second person, or the the um, supporting role, is a woman of color. And a really badass woman of color. So that's awesome. And it, it was just ridiculous and fun. And like, everything you want an Arnold movie to be. And more. Like... One of the few ones where I'd be like, yeah, I, I totally just watched this again. Like, we watch a lot of movies, we're like, ah, one, one and done, we're good here. No, this one has infinite rewatchability. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous and awesome. And thank you for bringing it t- to my eyeballs. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I can do mine in uh, four words. All killer, no filler. Yeah. <laughs> well said. I, I I would come at it from someone who watched it when it came out and liked it then. So, you know, if you've seen it maybe once a long time ago and you're wondering if it holds up. Um, after today's viewing, I would say, yes, absolutely. It's aged surprisingly well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. This, uh, despite Arnold killing innocent security guards potentially and a couple other questionable things that happen uh a surprisingly unproblematic movie even the fact that all of the bad guys were some sort of uh you know latinx descent uh made sense because the plot was that they were all from they were literally trying to take over a, a different country that they were all from supposedly uh so yeah, it was, you know, there's something to be said for just a really dumb movie that you could enjoy and like just dumb action. Uh, and this is this is all of that. that Candy I wanted. fluff. Candy fluff, but with more death. Yeah. Candy death fluff. <laughs> Candy death fluff. <laughs> Loved it. Well, yeah. Awesome. Commando. That's that movie. Uh, <laughs> Jason, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, would you like to tell the listeners one more time where they can find you and your things? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, if you want to check out uh, some games I've worked on, 
uh, just uh, jasonanarchygames.com or drinkingquest.com and look for Drinking Quest Six Pack on Kickstarter uh, after March 2nd. Do it. I'm telling you, do it. Or we won't be friends anymore, listener. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, of course, Ash isn't here today. uh, So guess what? There was no audience engagement. We didn't post a picture from this movie, and no one guessed it. Sorry, Mitch. (laughs) It's a stealth episode. (laughs) But Mitch, you would have gotten it. Stealth episode. (laughs) Uh, um, I guess it's me, then. Yeah. So if you liked this podcast, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. No, it's Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, um, like our good friend Rick Ives just did. Thank you for that glorious review. Uh, He specifically called out Brett's awesome songs that he mixes for the (laughs) middle. (laughs) Um, So, yes, always, always fun to hear what Brett can create from our nonsense. So if you also enjoy that, give us a shout out. Share us with your friends. Get us more listeners. Maybe we can pay some bills with this. That'd be Mm -hmm. rad. Mm -hmm. And if you liked us, uh, because obviously you're listening to us, so why wouldn't you like this? We're goddamn delightful. Check out uh, some other shows on our network, the certainpov.com network. Shows like Screen Snark and Other Past, The Real Movie Critic versus The Cinegai, Saturday Morning Confidential, Judging Book Covers. Um, we haven't announced it, right? We got some new ones coming to the network in the next couple of months. I don't know if we're allowed to announce them yet, but we're expanding. We got some cool new shows coming. So, yeah, go to certainpov.com. All right. And uh, be sure to join us next week when we watch. The ghost in the invisible bikini. That's just a naked ghost. What? (laughs) Wow, that's disappointing.